Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Life, Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Uh, in this segment, we're going to talk about something personal to me because I think I might find myself as one of the guilty parties. In Utah, this is coming from a headline in the Deseret News written by Annie Knox. The headline reads, A New Era. Census data point to Utah decline in births. And uh, in studio, I have uh, welcomed uh, Pamela Perlick here into the studio. She's uh, with the research, uh, I'm sorry, the the Utah's KMC Gardner Policy Institute, and she is behind uh, some interesting data, has been looking into it about why it is, in fact, the case that here in Utah we find a, a lowering uh, fertility rate. Ma'am, I'm grateful to you for being in the studio today. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for inviting me. Dur- during the break, you and I, we shared a lot of information. We talked about a lot of things. And uh, as we did so, I realized, as I'm looking at this article here in the Deseret News, that uh, I may be guilty of some of the mentalities behind this lowering uh, birth rate. I just six weeks ago had my first child or became the father of uh, my first child, my wife and I together. And Congratulations. I, thank you so much. Thank you so much. L- let me ask you, and then I'll, I'll reveal my own age. What is the average age of a, of a parent here in Utah, a first-time parent? Uh, it's up to about 26 now. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it keeps going up. That's age at first, marriage, age at first birth, around in there. I mean, it's been shifting upward, going up every year uh, for as long as I've been watching it. Um, up since 1960, kind of a steady increase in the age at first birth and age at first marriage. I uh, was 29 when I got married and I'm now 34 years old. And it was at 34 I had my first child. Well, that, that's where we've really seen the fertility rates go down. And age at first child, um, I haven't seen the very latest data on that but i've seen the fertility rates where we we have gone below replacement here in utah and the age groups that are most uh, most uh, responsible for that decline in fertility rate are people who are younger than 30 really uh 30 year olds and higher are seeing well i mean up to a certain point sure. are seeing increases in fertility rates although they're lower at those ages obviously um and we really think there are a number of factors that are leading to that uh one of them i mean but the conundrum for us was we knew there's this long-term decline in fertility rates because that's global that's national that's just what's happening people having smaller families but we you know we hit the worst of the great recession in 2010 uh, and we've been in one of the hottest economies in the nation and people are moving here in large numbers and you know a lot of economic and educational opportunities Opportunity and young people moving here, but the number of births, not just the rate, Lee, but the number of births in yeah. Utah have, have been on this 11 year um, decline. And so we had to ask ourselves, you know, what's responsible for that? And part of what's responsible for that, we think, is that, you know, people who came of age during this great recession are very cautious and they're wanting to make sure they've got their ducks in a row before they start having kids. I can tell you that that is a Exactly. That that may be directly attributable to the reason why I maybe waited until I was a little bit later to get married. I, I viewed uh, marriage as a as something that would require 
uh, some finances and some stability. And I may have been gun shy. I mean, I, I was, of course, waiting for my perfect partner, uh, my wife, Jessica, I met here at KSL. Uh, but uh, but maybe she and I would have been married sooner. And, uh, and I think certainly we may have had uh, some children sooner if I had not seen what happened to so many of my friends and even family members uh, during that 2007, 8, uh, 9, and 10 era when uh, everything kind of went upside down. I was gun shy to take on dramatic financial burdens. Definitely. Um, and there's also a generational uh, change that you've identified, which is that uh, young adults right now see marriage and having children. This is according to the Pew, the Pew Research folks um, as a milestone, as an achievement, whereas previous generations, say post World II baby boom, boom generations, just saw it as a stepping stone. This is something you turn a certain age, you get married. doesn't matter what else is going on in your life. Huh. That's what you do. And now, like you said... There's a more strategic view of needing to plan, needing to plan finances, needing to feel secure. But there is the compounding uh, factor of the experience of having seen the worst uh, recession since the Great Depression. That imprints on people and people learn from it and people become more cautious. Uh, But the the economy has been on this Roll now for sure, and and at a certain point, people um, kind of look at their personal uh, time clocks in their lives and say, "Hey, if we're going to do it, yeah. it, it's time." But you know, policies that would be so helpful to make people feel more secure and more capable of having children would include things like uh, paid parental leave. Um, affordable, quality, accessible daycare for people, and then flexible uh, working arrangements where people could uh, both anybody who's a parent, either either party, c- can get time to take care of the things they need to take care of uh, as parents. Um, and the, so the, we need some, uh, in my opinion, uh, a little more adaptive workplace and that we could see some of this uh, decline in fertility, a rebound from it because we could create an institutional structure that would help people feel more secure financially about taking on that extra uh, responsibility. Is that Utah specific? You mentioned earlier in our conversation that we are seeing a global phenomenon of a, yep. of a, of a lowering uh, fertility rate. You think that these type of comforts or at least uh, th- this attention being paid to these supportive uh, things in the, either the workplace or the community, that could have uh, an impact globally? Absolutely. And especially since women are now more and more of the workforce, uh, part of what we see in this uh, data release that we are looking at today is an increasing labor force participation rate of young mothers and, in fact, higher labor force participation rates where you have two parents working uh, that have uh, young children. Uh, that being the case, I mean, somebody's got to be taking care of those young kids. So definitely. Uh, there's another factor uh, and that leads me to believe that where this sort of pregnant pause is mm-hmm. is uh, going to rebound a little bit. Not, I mean, we're not going to go back to the 1960s, uh-huh. but we had the change in the LDS uh, age policy and participation policy. I was going to ask you about that. How, yeah. how has that impacted uh, behavior? Well, if you look at the look at the data and um, also just what we observe and people uh, people around us, uh, women, and you look at the church records on this, uh, there was a, a, a an increase in the number of women, young women, who went on missions. So the, the participation rate of young women went up. And the ages, of course, shifted for both men and for women. And if you kind of do the math on how old people were when that policy, that was 2012. Correct. And you think about, you know, seven years ago, how old those folks would be. They're moving right into that 
sweet spot, prime, childbearing, uh, you know, first child years. So I'm expecting, now births went down again this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, numbers of children born, and this is just an amazing thing in Utah um, on on this 11-year run. Um, I'm expecting in the next year or two that we'll be seeing a little bit of a rebound where some of the folks who decided to not have children when they were young, they made a a decision to wait till they're a little older. Uh, They're not going to go back to six children families. Sure. But uh, you you used a used a term earlier. I wanted to go back and define. We have just a minute left, but uh, you you talked about replacement, and we have fallen below that rate. What does that mean? Tell us what has happened essentially here. Well, essentially, we're at about a two point zero fertility rate, and what that means is that's a two point one is what's generally uh, described as enough children born to replace the current generation uh, in the absence of migration. If there's no migration, so so forget about all the Californians who are coming to town. If you look at the folks who are living here in Utah each year, a certain number. Number of individuals die, uh, and each year a certain number of babies are born. Right. And we right now are in a circumstance where there are fewer babies being born than are people dying in the state. Is that accurate? Uh, no, no. Uh, we've we've got uh, actually natural increase where the actual number count of the number of babies born far exceeds the number of people who are dying. What we're talking about oh, is ch- people in childbearing years having children sufficient to replace themselves. Right. Help me understand that. I'm not following exactly. So okay. So every, so if uh, any given year, people who can have children uh-huh. do have children at a rate of 2.0 per woman who's in childbearing years. That means for that population, there'll be just enough born to replace the people who are having children. I see. Right. Okay. Crystal clear. My my, my apologies. No. Uh, I mean, that's why we have the expert here. Uh, this is this is demographics. We're just all about counting people. Thank you so much. We've had uh, Pamela Perlick here from the University of Utah Chem Gardner Policy Institute talking about uh, a, a finding recently that uh, the, the Utah is seeing a decline in births. And maybe that, that'll rebound. There are some attitudes thinking that maybe it will. Uh, but we're going to keep a close eye on it. And as uh, time goes on, as you find more data, I'd love to have you back here in studio. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Next in the program, we're going to talk about Boy Scouts. I was a Boy Scout myself. And uh, starting January 1 of next year, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the Boy Scouts of America will have formally parted ways. We're going to look into that next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.